Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, to Phoenix we go and say good morning to Greg. Enroll him in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. We'll ask you three questions. You get two out of three correct, and you graduate. Good luck, Greg. All right. All right, Greg. Do you remember or do you know who Larry Flint was? Yeah. Okay. He pa- of course he does. He passed He's away last week. Well, it depends how old you are, I guess. But he passed away last week. Now, we're going to ask you about skin mags, okay? Do Which- you know anything about skin mags, Greg? <laughs> oh, I know a little bit. Yeah, there you go. I know <laughs> a little. Which of these began publishing first, Hustler or Penthouse? Penthouse. That is correct. 1965. Hustler was 1974. <laughs> Same question. Which began publishing first? Screw magazine or Playboy magazine? Playboy? Playboy is correct. 1953 for Playboy and Screw came out in 1968. Yeah, the pride of Al Goldstein. That's right. Yes, fine publisher. Um, So you've already won. We'll throw this last question at you just for fun. Which of these started publishing first? Swank Magazine or Wee Magazine? Or which one? Swank or Wee. Don't act like you don't know. The French way to say yes. Wee, as in wee wee. Shoot, that's a tough one because they're both really freaking old. Uh, (laughs) They're not as old as you think. Uh, We actually started in 1972. Swank's been around since 1941. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hillary doesn't look that old, though, does she? Hillary wasn't even born then. That's the amazing thing. (laughs) Yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing Hillary in Swank. (laughs) So hang on with us. You are a winner. And not that Hillary. Hillary Swank. Yes, Hillary Swank, who has a mouth kind of like Carly Simon's, but a body to die for. (laughs) She's a good-looking girl and super actress. Really good actress. She has a... uh, Best Actress Award winner twice, I believe. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she does just yeah. fine. Just thanks for asking. So Larry Flint, by the way, will have a, uh, a celebration of life I next week yeah. with strippers and booze at the. I'm amazed this is still there. The Hustler Club the Hustler in Las Club. Vegas. Yeah. I'm amazed those <laughs> yeah. kinds of things are still around. You know, all the Playboy clubs, I believe, went out of business. Yeah, did you mail back your uh, RSVP yet? Uh, not just yet. Yeah. I'm trying to free up the time. Yeah, I'm just waiting to find out if they're going to serve chicken or fish. There you go. Yeah. Mark and Neanderthal. Hi, everybody. It's Maria. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Melissa from Phoenix on the phone with us, and she is going to play. Melissa, we're going to give you a Spanish phrase, then you have to translate it, but we will help you with three English choices. That sound fair to you? That sounds fair. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. Si Barbie es tan popular, ¿por qué tienes que comprar a sus amigos? Did you hear that? I did, but can I hear it again? Sure can. Si Barbie es tan popular, ¿por qué tienes que comprar a sus amigos? All right, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, the word gullible isn't in the dictionary? (laughs) B. I'm not sure I believe you. I didn't use to finish sentences, now I... Or C, if Barbie is so popular, why do you have to buy her friends? (laughs) 
Which one is it? Um, you know, guys, I think the answer is C. It is C. Yes. Yes, well played. Nice job, Melissa. Thank you. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Glad you joined us. Well, you're, you're, the smirk on your face, because so you, you know I have to eat a little crow is no, what has well, to happen I, here. It's, I think it's a great story. We were talking about, so you tried to to do a little stuff on OfferUp this weekend, and you, you had something set up for this amplifier, and then the guy ghosted you. Well, that's what I thought. That's what I thought, and I, I believe an apology is in order, but it, here's the thing. That was really sort of the jumping off point for us, a much bigger conversation that had way more fun to do with what was going on with OfferUp and eBay and stuff like that. But as it turns out, yeah, over the weekend, you know, you go back and forth with somebody when you do like OfferUp or Craigslist and stuff like that, and you try to work out a deal. I'll give you this much for it. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah you much. negotiate back and forth, and as I am want to do, I, you know, you know, I like guitars and amplifiers and stuff like that. I will occasionally uh, flip amplifiers and get buy new stuff just to play with it for a while, then flip it for something else and stuff. So I tried to cut a deal with the dude, and um, and we had good communication as far as I thought until he ghosted me for over two days. And I was like, oh, man, I got flaked out on this thing. Yeah. It sucks. As it turns out, yesterday I was like, all right, like I texted one last time, like, all right, I'll give you one last shot at this thing here. You don't want my money. That's fine, and blah, 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 blah. And you put the official offer in on offer yeah. up. Well, when that happens, your phone, you get a cash register sound. Okay. And apparently he got the cash register sound on his phone. So he read it, and he goes, Hey man, I uh, just want to let you know uh, my I've had some phone problems and I, I I'm really sorry I ghosted you. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I still want to sell it. That'd be great. Um, and it turns out the dude is a nurse uh, who dropped his phone in a toilet, and oh. the, and it was one of those toilets that has an automatic uh. flush. So his phone was gone. See, you got gone. When, so it took him a couple of days to get a replacement phone. Yeah, when you're standing at a toilet and you got your phone in your head, you got to use the Vulcan death grip. You would. You got to hang on to that thing. Or maybe you put the to- the phone away yeah. and you take care of business first, and your phone doesn't fall in the toilet. No, I get you know one thing at a time. Yeah, if if I do choose something on my phone or something like that while right. I'm standing up and taking care of business, I make sure I hold it away. Right. You know, and I hold it tightly. So here's the fun I'm part talking about, about the phone. Here's the fun part about it is, uh, and I'm going to keep his name out of it because I don't want to embarrass him. Uh, but the nurse, the male nurse, who shouldn't be embarrassed by that at all. Right, Fokker? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, he's a listener. Listener of the show. Oh, so did he hear us talking about it? Heard us badmouthing him yesterday. And uh, I didn't badmouth him. I didn't badmouth him either. I just said it was frustrating when you deal with somebody on OfferUp or Craigslist. And and he just happened to be sort of the jumping off point of, of a much bigger discussion because, look, it's something we can all identify mm-hmm. with. But it turns out he's a listener of the show. So uh, I used the show's power for good and not evil, and we consummated the deal yesterday, so nice. to speak. Uh, right, and good. he's a good dude. So, but he's a nurse, and he's doing yeoman's work every day, yep. making sure that we're safe and healthy here in the valley. So, thank and, you. And now the great news is, you and I have a vaccine hookup, right? No. All right. Yeah, there you go. There's the. This was Rush Limbaugh's theme song. And uh, yeah. it's the Pretenders, My City Was Gone. But yeah. so, Good song. Really great song. And, and, and this is, I remember when I first started out doing this for a living uh, 30 some odd years ago. Um, I worked for an AM talk station in Boston. It's no longer there. And I was, my job was kind of like what Guido does for us. It was a producer, except I was called a producer slash board operator. And it was my job to listen to the satellite 
and to get the Rush Limbaugh show from New York City and then run it on, in Boston on right. that radio station. Yep. And this music would run for like 10 minutes because like <laughs> it was the filler music until the show began. That's again. So I got I got became intimately acquainted with this riff. Yeah. As a kid. No, absolutely. This is Pretenders. My city was gone. And, you know, we were in a meeting yesterday. Paul and I were uh, with some other folks and. Right at that time, we got the news that Rush Limbaugh had passed away. And, you know, listen, it's not going to change my day-to-day life. but Right. And and I honestly did not care for much of his content, but I will give the devil his due. The guy was really good at what he did. He was a great communicator. Yeah. He had a great way with a phrase. Um, the way he set things up and then delivered the hook line was, yeah. was really strong. The first time I ever saw him, I'd never heard of him. And I was working on the old station on KDKB, like early 90s, like right. maybe 90, probably 91 or something yeah, like that's, that. Yeah, that's when I was working in Boston at okay. that same, that day, right around the same time. This is right about right where he exploded. Went home one day. And I'm just flipping around, and I, I don't even know what channel it would have been on, but it was a TV show of him doing his radio show. Right. And I was like, WABC in New York, I grew up listening to that. That was a music station when I was a little kid. Right. I grew up listening to that. So I watched for a while. I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but then they said it was Rush Limbaugh. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I would hear him. Every, like, he had me totally sucked in with the EIB network. I was like, I'm in radio. I know about all those networks. I've never heard of the yes. excellence in broadcasting he, network. He but made it, was it just, up. It yeah. was his shtick, you know, so... I mean, I will give him credit for all that. Like I said, um, you know, sometimes I felt the truth wasn't anywhere in the same zip code that he was delivering it from. But I will give him credit. He was phenomenal at what he did. It's interesting because, again, I started out as sort of a board operator doing his show. And I thought to myself, well, this guy is amazing at what he does. I hate everything coming out of his mouth. Because I was, you know, up in the Northeast. Big, but then I ended up working in Kansas City where he actually started out as a, he was a guy named, he was born in Cape Girardeau, which is, which is, you know, an area of Missouri. And he, uh, he started out as, I guess he was a salesman for the Kansas City Royals baseball team. He had and got a radio, radio show. Yeah, he had done in radio Kansas before City. that. And he was struggling and did, did some sales. He on did the some side. sales on the side, kind of like, you know, you have a backup plan. Yeah. And that was his backup plan was doing sales for the Royals. Then he got a radio show in Kansas City. He was Jeff Christie was his name on the radio in Kansas City. And when I, when I lived there and worked there, everybody had great stories about Rush Limbaugh. And I was like, really? This isn't the guy I hear on the radio every day. It was an amazing character. And make no mistake about it, he kind of, to, to quote The Rock, lived the gimmick yeah. to a point. He got filthy, filthy rich. Filthy yep. rich. He had 15 and a half million listeners at one point every day to his radio show. Yeah. Not that doesn't mean total audience. Like here in the Valley, we have five and a half million people that live here in the Valley. Not everybody listens to this show. Much to our dismay. Yes, there are some crazy. There are some people out there who don't listen to the show. But him, he averaged almost 16 million people listening every day and had the ability to move people and had them do things that he asked them to do. And regardless of whether or not I agree with what he was able to do, his power as a broadcaster is almost unparalleled. It's him, Stern, and Larry King were the big three when I was coming up. Yeah. And, and, and you know, now he's gone. Yeah, no, it's so that means You know what that means, radio folks? Send your tapes and resumes to every hate radio station across <laughs> America. If you want to be the next Rush Limbaugh, job yeah. openings are available for you. You know, one thing that's really surprised me is there are differing opinions about him on social media today. No! I'm shocked by that. Yeah. Let's advocate stupidity. Well, not necessarily advocate, but recognize and sort of... 
promulgated, if you will. There's your word to look up today. There you go. It's time to talk about the Mark and Andrew Paul dumbass of the day. All cautionary tales they are, really. They certainly are. So this happened just this past Saturday night in Spokane, Washington. 31-year-old Marcus Goodman hit the streets Saturday night just after 10 p.m. Goodman, get in here. Yep. We heard what you did this weekend. (laughs) So after walking for about 20 minutes, Marcus spotted a teenage girl at a light. Oh, boy. A red stop, you know, at a red light in a car with the window down. He knew this was his chance. Marcus, Ain't good looking. I'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> Nothing like that. Marcus ran over to the car. He said he had a gun. And he told the girl to get out. Oh, yikes. She did, and boom, Marcus had carjacked her. All right. All right. As Marcus drove off, the 16-year-old girl called police. Of course, she had a phone. Of course she did. She's 16. Yes. So, of course, a, uh, a carjacking at gunpoint had the Spokane police on it quickly. Police scoured the city. Mm-hmm. And around 1 a.m., an officer saw a vehicle and a suspect, and both of them matched the descriptions that were given earlier. Okay, then. The officer was able to arrest Marcus without incident. Oh, good. Well, and then that, this is a that's a clean, tight-knit sort of yeah, wrapped well, it, up it story. It all wraps up nicely. Nicely, yep. sure. Yep. That's and, great. And as it turns out, Marcus did not have a gun. He was he was just bluffing. And and really, it would have been very difficult for Marcus to have a gun because the, the carjacking happened at exactly 10.28 p.m. Which? Is. And Marcus had only been a free man for about 20 minutes, having been released from prison at 10.08 p.m. Oh, so he didn't really have time to go pick up a gun. <laughs> no. no. It, you know. Well, how else was he supposed to get home? <laughs> See, there's the lesson here for all of us. If it's you not know like somebody, Julia Roberts was outside the gate waiting for him, like in, in uh, Ocean's Eleven. Right. If you know somebody who's being released from prison, give them a ride. Yeah. Or else they may do something. They may make a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Like Marcus did. Mm-hmm. And, and you know wi- what? Pe- and people do what they do. And wind up as the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, gang, this is the money man, Eddie Money, and I think that's a beautiful story you guys just told. Yeah, the dumbass of the day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at ridenow.com. So I was just, I was just playing a piece of sound. I recorded something at my house. And, yeah. and Paul, it took Paul a while to identify it. It took me I, two listens to the whole thing to go, oh, yeah. I know what that is. Yes. So would you play it? Sure. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Can it, you yeah. identify that? I'm just, uh, I'm, now, you know what it is I now, know, Paul, I know what it is now. It took me, again, it took me two listens. So here, if you can do it quicker than me, uh, good luck to you. But I'm going to give it to you a second time. 480-470-KSLX is the number. No no prize, just just having fun. I wanted to see if somebody could identify this. I, I, I believe we should call that, what the, f- was that? Yes. I think is, is what we would call this if this becomes a feature on the show. Here, what the, f- is this? <laughs> I have no idea what that is until I heard it the second time. Yeah, that was recorded at my house. So, 480-470-KSLX. Let's hear that sound again. (laughs) It's a little tough to listen to. It, it, well, it, if you it, listen it, to it, it for too often, it, yeah. I mean, it, uh, maybe I, f- I feel it a little bit different because I get that sound when I'm rubbing my sinuses. When I rub my eye, I get that squeaky eye sound. I'd have that, that looked at. I'd have that looked at. You're not yeah. the first person that said that. So, All right. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. It's Mark and Paul. What was that? 
Tape gun. Somebody pulling tape off a tape gun. Incorrect. Nope. <laughs> what do you think that was? It was, you're putting a screw into a piece of wood. That's what I thought it was the first time I heard it, and I was wrong, too. See you later. Hey, it's Mark and Paul. What was that? It's a wine cork. You are an alcoholic. <laughs> it's, Actually, I barely ever drink, but I used to work in a bar. You are you are very close, you know, and we'll we'll say you are correct. Basically, it is the the cork from a bottle of Thumb Butte brand Bloody Basin Bourbon. Wow, that was my Ooh. that is a lot of stuff to to swallow. That so was my uh, that was my Valentine's Day gift on Sunday. Ooh. And I like the way it's luckier than other. Huh? Yeah, I like the way it sounded. So, <laughs> congratulations! That's awesome. Good yeah, luck with your cirrhosis. I love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Here's the end of it. Yeah, it's that. That's the part that gives it away. Yep. Had I left that sound on the end of yeah, it, the, the end little, of it, Here a little go. pop and a little <laughs> splash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice little splash there. It there says are the several, drink is on the way. Several opportunities in life to hear this sound. And that's one of them right there. That's right. This is like we had some some good follow-up today. Um, on what? Uh, you know, you had your, your offer-up thing earlier. We yeah. actually found the guy because he was listening yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I want to appreciate all the, the nice comments and good jokes that got emailed and called in when I was talking about my uh, my prostate issues there. Good so, morning, uh, everybody. Actually, I don't know if I have any. I haven't had the exam yet. I thought I was going to get it Friday. Gosh, what I I was very disappointed because I was going to say yeah, like a prom date left it uh, uh, left there with her corsage on the front steps. The nurse practitioner, she had such small hands. Yeah, it would have been yeah. such an easy day at the office. Yep. for that sort of thing. You're in trouble because the next yeah. nurse practitioner is going to have man hands. Yeah, well, it's going to be Troy Aikman's hands. No, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a doctor. It's going to be a guy who, like I said, used to play football or basketball. He's going to be like six four or something like that with proportionate <laughs> proportionate features. All I have is all I have is a picture of that Sports Illustrated magazine where Andre the Giant has a twelve ounce can of beer, yeah, right? Exactly, just yeah. in the middle of his hand. Yeah. And I'm thinking that beer represents your prostate. One of the uh, <laughs> yeah, when we're talking about going to the office and doing that, one of, one of the emails just said, "Find a doctor that has a two drink minimum." Oh. Nice. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, That's if you're going to get that, going to get that intimate, you might as well get you liquored up. And Larry, uh, Larry wrote in and said, best story for me. He, he had same issue. He's on medication now. He said, uh, oh boy. For me, the best story was at a bar in Telluride. I was taking a leak. The light was on a timer. The what? I, the light in the bathroom was oh, on a timer. Oh. That I was maybe halfway through when it went completely dark. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I, I think the oh, timer was boy. designed with college students in mind. Wow. Um, wow. So it's motion sensitive. Well, it's, so it's like just, an egg timer. So you if just it's motion sensitive, you just move. But this was a, a thing that's on a timer. It's like an egg timer. Oh, and like it, the old lights in, in, the, in the bathrooms. It ticks uh, down. In the bathrooms and ho- in hotels. Remember that? There was like you yeah. could turn the bathroom line up like that way? Yeah, it ticks oh. down. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well. And if you're occupied and you can't get over to it you go dark i think i think in that situation if you can't get it done in the time allotted you should have to leave (laughs) (laughs) sounds like larry would have made quite a mess had he done that Let's give you the big three at nine. Producer Guido's been collecting audio clips for us all morning. And let's get the three big ones here, shall we? Okay. Um, I guess we, you know, we we ought to pay tribute 
uh, at least in I don't know about trivia, broad, but yeah, at least recognize. We got to comm- we got to we got to notate it. We yeah, recognize, recognize it. it. Yeah. Here we go. Um, that uh, a, a legendary broadcaster passed away. Just a couple of great greetings, my good friends, and welcome to the award-winning, thrill-packed, ever-exciting, increasingly popular, growing by leaps and bounds, Rush Limbaugh program here on the Excellence in Broadcasting Network. It's time for yet another excursion into broadcast excellence, and we are happy to have you with us. See, nothing about what he just said is true. I mean, I mean, other than he had a radio show, everything he he talked about there was made up. It was hucksterism. It was P.T. Barnum, straight up radio professional wrestling. There is no such thing as the Excellence in Broadcasting Radio Network. It's something he made up, and people bought it. Millions and millions of people bought that he was on this Excellence in Broadcasting Network. Listen, not a fan, but I have listened to him enough to know, man, the guy knew his craft. That oh, is yeah. for sure. He was really good at what he did. Um, you know, on a personal note, it's it's funny. Anybody who achieves that level, there is sacrifice. You have to leave things behind like wives. Five of them. Four, I think. Oh. Four total. Well, no. well, isn't this a fifth one? Didn't he die on the fifth one? I think he died on the fourth one. Oh. And I they were know. they were together for a while, but yeah, there was a there were some marriages in there. And, and drug uh, and drug problems. I yeah, mean, I mean he, it's was, a, he, he was somewhat hypocritical. Uh, you know what we all are yeah. here and there, but yeah, uh, you know, you know he, uh, you know, like I said, not a fan, but damn, yeah. I mean, the guy, you, the guy knew his craft. When you talk about a guy who had a daily audience. Uh, three times the population of everyone here in the Valley. Adelio, that's pretty successful. He did fine oh. for himself, thanks for asking, and did it for a long time. Yep. So, you know, our hats off and... He made some coin. Mega dittos yeah. to, to, to Rush Limbaugh, I guess. So, um... Now, Serena Williams lost in the Australian Open Finals to um, uh, another woman who plays tennis very well. Yeah, nice job. Uh, thank you. I'm a big fan. Nailed it. Um, but <laughs> during the press conference, she got a little emotional because it looks like it's possible that this could be her last hurrah as a top-tier women's tennis player. Saying about the, the unforced errors through the match, considering how well you've played to get to this stage, what do you feel caused that? Or was it just one of those bad days at the office? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Quick I mean, exit. How about that? Serena William, Williams folds. That's not something you're used to hearing from her. She no. start, I mean, you know, every athlete comes to a point in their life when they have to question whether or not they still have it. Yep. And she might be at that point right now. You know, it's hard to believe, but there was actually a controversy years ago. Will she ever be able to defeat her older sister, Venus? Right. And she, you know, because they would meet often in the finals of tournaments. And right. not only started beating her, but just absolutely eclipsed Venus's career, which is a Hall of Fame career. Just so you know, Serena Williams is Michael Phelps, Tom Brady, Floyd Mayweather, and Tiger Woods all rolled up into one. I mean, she's right. that great. Her, yeah. her dominance in tennis has been unparalleled, and nobody will ever come close to her again. Probably had more endorsements than those guys. She's done just she's fine, thanks for television. asking. But, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's got to be rough when you realize the end is nigh. Yep. So that sucks. And in Houston, where you know, all over Texas are having these problems with the cold. Uh, a gentleman named Mattress Mac from Gallery <laughs> Furniture, because so many people are struggling without power, he has opened his store as a shelter. 
Yeah, if you live close to Gallery Furniture North Freeway or close to Gallery Furniture in Richmond on Highway 99, <laughs> yeah. please drive very safely. Come to Gallery Furniture. You can stay here for two hours. You can stay here all night. We'll be open continuously till this uh, ice storm is over because so many people are without power. Come see us till the power gets back on. And you know, that's marketing done right right there. That guy realizes, hey, man, I'm not going to sell a whole lot of mattresses, but I'm going to get a whole lot of publicity if I open my store. And good for him for doing that. You know, it's interesting. All of all of the Houston area seems to be or has been without power. Where is Mattress Mac getting his power from? Uh, and why isn't the generator? Of, why isn't the yeah. state of Texas buying it from him? Yeah, it, it's crazy. That guy, you know, like Rush Limbaugh, that guy has his routine down. He's got his act down. He for knows, sure. man. Yeah, his spiel. He yeah. knew exactly what to do. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, he has two locations. And he says yeah. you can stay for two hours or you can stay all night. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty and, generous. And, and and for those that don't know, I mean, there's a much more to it. But he's actually serving food and yeah. taking care of people right now. And you know what? Good for him. Yeah. Next weekend, by the way, uh, drastic markdowns on used and pea-stained mattresses. Yeah, so, well, so. It, it is Houston, so congratulations. <laughs> so, that's the big three at nine. And we'll do it again tomorrow at the same time here at KSLX. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 